This is the 12th season of the Kol Hadash podcast, featuring the literary readings and responses, as well as the sermons of Rabbi Adam Shalom. Rabbi Shalom is the leader of Kol Hadash Humanistic Congregation in Deerfield, Illinois, as well as the dean of the International Institute for Secular Humanistic Judaism. This season features the audio from the High Holidays of the Jewish Year 5783, or 2022 of the Common Era. The theme this year is Morality in Crisis. Is the internet good or bad? Last night, and over and over again, we have seen how the internet can help disconnected people find common cause in anger and alienation. Yet the internet can also be an opportunity for people of goodwill to find each other family and friends to stay connected, organizations to share what they are doing and to foster community. And the internet can be a route to dialogue and to freedom. Shulam Dean was raised as an ultra-Orthodox Jew. He dutifully married an ultra-Orthodox woman and began producing children to be raised in ultra-Orthodoxy. But Dean himself was always curious about the outside world. First, he bought a car for practical purposes, but it came with a radio that let him listen to all kinds of people. Then he found his way to a library, and starting with the children's encyclopedia, he began to read about the world and science and history and other cultures. Each of these gradual steps was not anti-religious. He was not recruited by secular humangelicals. (laughs) But looking back, After he wrote his memoir, All Who Go Do Not Return, each step turned out to be one more step on a path to intellectual freedom. Most of us have always known the freedom to experience other cultures, to meet Jews and others of differing religious opinions. We may find these stories of exiters from Jewish orthodoxy or other religious communities that are rigid to be quaint, foreign, exotic, These are stories of self-emancipation and also stories of a Judaism closed to the outside world and fearful of the present and future. If last night our Torah reading from Deuteronomy dramatized the risks of insularity, our Jewish literature reading this morning celebrates the power of learning, the freedom to be open to new experiences, the possibilities of our interconnected 21st century. From Shulam Dean's All Who Go, Do Not Return. The radio and books and newspapers were just the beginning. At the home of a friend who owned a computer, I found myself browsing through a computer mail order catalog and discovered a sudden urge to buy a computer myself. I was still working with students at the time and thought that I could use it to create educational worksheets using word processing and desktop publishing software. Several weeks later, I placed the order and the computer arrived several days later in a great big box. Gitty and the girls stood in the doorway of the dining room as I set it all up on a small desk in the corner. In the package of bundled software was a three and a half inch floppy disk with a label, America Online, 30 day free trial. (laughs) What's that? Gitty asked. I was as clueless as she was, but the instructions said to connect a cord to the phone line and install the software. Curious, I did as instructed, and the four of us listened to the wheezy, whiny tones of the dial-up modem. Welcome, a female voice announced. 
you've got mail, said a male voice. <laughs> Colorful icons and graphics appeared on the screen, a dizzying array of links, each of which opened up a whole new world. News, shopping, chat rooms. It was all so bright and inviting, I could only marvel at the world that was opened up before me. Look at this, I called to Giddy a few days later. I'm having a conversation. Giddy came and glanced at the screen. Watch, I said. I type something, and then this guy types something, and then I type something, and so on. And it shows up instantly. I couldn't contain my excitement, but Giddy looked confused. So it's like a phone, except you type instead of speak, she asked. Like a phone? For a second I wondered, was that all it was? But of course it wasn't. This is a stranger, a random person. Why would you want to speak to a random person? There was no way that Gitty would understand. She did not share my curiosity, did not care to learn about the world the way I did. All of a sudden, I was connected to millions with whom I could interact, and soon I discovered a world of people entirely different from anyone I knew. I encountered Jews who ate pork and drove on the Sabbath, Christians who did not appear to be anti-Semitic, Muslims who were not terrorists. One conversation stood out for me. A Jewish man living somewhere in the Midwest, whom I encountered in AOL's Jewish community chat room, shared with me his passion for Jewish learning. He told me of his regular study sessions in Talmud and Maimonides with his local conservative rabbi. He was not orthodox. He kept the Sabbath sometimes, he said, when he was able, although to him, keeping the Sabbath meant not so much living by the rules, but something about reflection and refraining from creative activity. Sometimes the man kept kosher, but often did not. His comments were infuriating to me. You're not making any sense, I typed furiously. If the rules were not fixed, then what determined our obligations? Do you just pick and choose the things you like? That's not Judaism. Perhaps not to you, he said, but there are other ways to look at it. I could not understand it. Here was a man who shattered the narrative I had been given. I knew that non-Orthodox Jews existed, but I had assumed that they were unlearned, and so they didn't know any better. If only they studied the Talmud and Maimonides and all the other great works of the great Torah sages, they would see that there was only one way to live a Jewish life. Here, however, was a man who studied it all, yet his practice was so different. How can you study the Talmud and not keep Shabbos, I asked him. How can you eat treif if you know it's forbidden? The man was patient. There is more than one way to live a Jewish life. I do not think of the Torah as the literal word of God, but only as a man-made document of divine inspiration. Maybe Giddy was right, I thought. Speaking to people outside our world made me think too much. And as we all knew, too much thinking led to problems. Yet I could not resist. Every night for hours I would log on to America Online and strike up conversations with people from outside our world, always wanting to prove to them that their way of life was wrong, but also madly curious about their views and the worlds that they lived in. Thank you for listening to the Kol Hadash Podcast. To learn more, support, and membership to Kol Hadash, visit kolhadash.com. To learn more about secular humanistic Judaism, visit shj.org.